Good morning and welcome to Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and legal, lawful, constitutional, heck, even biblical tender, gold and silver, something where you're starting to see it. Some of the biggest names in the world. Starting to finally figure out what I've been telling you all along. Uh, the dollar's in trouble. The printing press uh, only going faster. Uh, the rest of the world taking notice. We'll talk all, all about it uh, in, in the next hour that we have here today and, and every day thereafter. Uh, but some of my favorite guys, Stanley Drunkenmiller, uh, Jeffrey Gunlotch's group all out over the weekend talking about what's been happening with the printing presses here versus the lack of printing presses in China. Uh, so we'll, we'll discuss all of those things uh, before we do. got to talk about it, right? The GOAT. Tom Brady, the guy that I told you, the guy's an alien. He's got to be. Uh, wins another Super Bowl, uh, you know, every year I think that I I, I I want the same thing, which is at least make it a good game. It wasn't. Uh, it just, uh, it was, well, let's just say that uh, the, the Patriots, or the Patriots, <laughs> the Bucks whooped him up. Bruce Arians, former Cardinal coach, I was happy for him. I think he's the oldest coach to win a Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe the second holds. I I don't know, but but uh, yeah, yeah. Brady to Gronk. We we've seen that movie before. So uh, the halftime show, people didn't like the commercials. Eh, there were some good ones, I guess. Uh, we, my, me and my wife, we we just hunkered down by ourselves. It was kind of nice. Uh, didn't really do the the Super Bowl party thing. Uh, the Phoenix Open. Uh, I guess the quote unquote waste management open. That was re re really weird to see nobody there. This is an event that draws over a million people uh, over the four days. I mean, it, it's hundreds of thousands of people go to this thing, and and it's the you know it's the the party, if you will, for the golf tour. The the one place where you know because golf's all you know very PC. Everyone be quiet and. Uh, the Phoenix Open was the the event where uh, you know noise was abundant and everywhere. So it, it was it was weird watching that. Nobody wanted to win that one. A bunch of uh, a bunch of guys that had a chance to win all played like crap. And uh, a guy that wins all the time won again and won one point three million bucks. Yeah, maybe your kid should be a golfer, right? Go back and be the next Tiger Woods, but. I don't know. It was just weird. It was all, the whole thing was weird. And then did you see the streaker? Did you see it? Now, I'm going to tell you, uh, and this just ran through my mind, and, and maybe it ran through yours as well. So the Chiefs have the ball, and they're, they're getting ready to hike the ball, and Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs, he points at the streaker. And you know TV, the rule is, right, you don't show the streaker on TV. But they did. And it's this guy. Now, he's not naked. 
thankfully. But he's got a bra on. I'm not making it up. He's got this bra and he's running. And, and I'm like, oh, no. This is, this is planned. Victoria's Secrets must have paid big money to the NFL for uh, its new transgender bra line. That's what I, because it was a dude. It was a dude running with a bra. And I'm like, well, no, they're going to launch the transgender bra. I'm like, here we go, of course, right? They, you know, it's everywhere. And then they finally did cut away from him. And and then I was like, oh well, maybe maybe it's not it's not a Victoria's Secret trans, transgender spot. Uh, I don't know. That just went through my mind. And, and uh, this morning, I actually watched the the whole thing. The guy made several fantastic moves. Got all the way, ran all the way down the. And here was the funny thing because when you, they first showed him, nobody was chasing him. That's why I was like, oh, this must be planned. It wasn't. It wasn't. He got all the way down to, like, the one-yard line uh, before being – well, he actually slid and then got uh, jumped on. I wonder – I wonder. I just wonder. Now, first of all, that guy's probably never going to an NFL game again. I wonder what it cost. What did that – what did that run? You know, what, you know how – what kind of fine is this guy looking at? Is he going to have to serve any time in prison? Did he did he make a a, a bet with his buddies? If you're going to do it, make sure you get in writing that the people that whoever dared you to do it is going to help you pay all the costs. Because I can imagine, I'm sure he's going to, yeah, he's going to regret that. He's going to regret that. But it was a pretty good run as far as uh, the streaking thing goes. And I did appreciate the fact uh, that he had clothes on. So that, so that was an improvement from other years. Remember, though, back in the day, that used to be they had the the, the kissing bandit. You know, was it Morgaga, Moraga, or whatever her name was? She'd run out of the crowd and, and kiss a player. They had the one guy that used to dress up. He was great. He would he would end up in the warm up lines at pro games and 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 warm up on the baseball fields and all that stuff. You know the good old when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's records, they ran around the field with him all the time. I don't know, can't do that stuff anymore. Right? Well, there there you go. <laughs> Things that go through my head sometimes. Paper Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. And, uh, man, what uh, what a crazy, crazy time we're living in. Uh, the Democrats, of course, getting ready to launch uh, even more spending upon uh, the United States here. Gold's up $25, 1836 Silver's up $0.60. Cents. Uh, twenty-seven dollars and in fifty cents to the ounce. Uh, as the you know, of course. Now remember, last week we had the you know the the short squeeze and we crushed it. No, they didn't. There was no short squeeze. Uh, the, the the whole uh fake paper markets. Remember, and I called it. I told you. Right when uh, I forget what, if it was Wednesday or or Thursday where they had the big down day, and I'm like, dude, this is all fake. They're all in there buying it all up, going to run it all back up. We we had 
a lot of very, very important people when it comes to finance. I mean, uh, Jeffrey Gunlatch's group, Double Line, that's the name of their group, they issued this multi-multi-page PDF about the dollar and about what the central bank has done and essentially destroying the stock market and destroying the dollar. Stanley Drunkenmiller, he gave a an interview and and uh, it was about 20 minutes and he was talking about money. He was talking about the dollar. And, you know, he, he gave some great facts. The United States, since the start of COVID, has increased the M2 money supply by 25%. Now, of course, they don't print this anymore. They used to. They used to. See, but they didn't like it. And who's they? The bankers didn't like it. Because they don't want us to know how much money out of thin air they're really creating. Now, we know about the deficit, but that's just a small part. And how can you say $28 trillion is small? Right? We know about the size of the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. We know how much they're monetizing the debt. Right? Literally lying to all of us about what the cost of money really is. Now, I know. Are you right? Uh, calm it down. It's Monday. Be calm. But it I wish I had a better vocabulary. But I don't. I was never, you know, one of the greatest student out there. Me, I got three brothers. Three of three of three of of us of the four. So we got four boys in the family. Three of us went to private school. One of us didn't. Yeah, that was me. You can all make <laughs> draw your own conclusions as as to why that was. But neither here nor there. I wish I had a better vocabulary because what these guys were talking about was, was the fact that the central bank is literally creating catastrophe. And they want you to be ready. They do, just like I do. And Stanley Druckenmiller, he, he took it a step further. He goes, we've increased the M2 money supply 25%. And I told you, every day, you don't know it. You can't go out on the Federal Reserve's website and find it. But every day, they lend a couple of trillion dollars to the banks. And the banks are, hey, here, have this debt. 
as collateral, right? Have these treasuries or have these mortgage backs. And, and then tomorrow we'll do it the same thing, right? They, they, because no one really wants to buy this stuff. And so the M2 money supply is humongous. But he went on to say that China's M2 money supply is the same as it was three years ago. He, he goes, China's paying nothing for growth. Well, the United States is paying hundreds of trillions of dollars to essentially run in place and then lie about what the cost of money is. See, we're supposed to at least get the cost of money plus a little extra when you buy debt. But now, of course, we tell you, you know, the 10-year note's 1%, and, you know, the, the Fed's trying to keep it from going any higher. And they started talking about what's coming next. Their biggest fear is exactly what happened on Friday, which was all the Democrats fell in line and we're going to get another $1.9 trillion of handouts, hundreds of billions to the states, uh, more checks to people. And they said, and they know, the Green New Deal is coming. Another round of stimulus is coming. Uh, right when, hey, some at some point, fingers crossed, COVID ends. Or at least, you know, Disneyland opens back up and, you know, you can go to sporting events and all that other stuff, right? But, I mean, Stanley Drunken Miller just put it simply. He goes, here's where I'm putting my money. I'm very, very, very long commodities. I'm very, very, very short the dollar. Double line went further and said that the dollar's days of the world's reserve currency is coming to an end. And I can't disagree with either of those things. It's not that I want it to happen. Does anybody want that to happen? Of course not. Right? Did we really want Tom Brady to win another Super Bowl? No, but here it is. We don't want it to happen. But they put the, the cases that they made. We're going to break a deficit record again this year. Right at a time when allegedly, 
And they're talking about, you know, the next six to nine months that we finally get our hands around COVID. And they're and they're saying, hey, this 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 dumping ground of dollars is going to cause hyper hyper inflation. He's betting against the treasury market, both companies. In other words, what they think is the central bank's blown it. Janet Yellen, who's the treasury secretary, is most likely going to go down as the person most... And I'll say most responsible. It's not just her, right? Most responsible for the end of the dollar. That the 10-year note will not stay at 1%. Probably won't stay at 2 or 3 or 4%. And that essentially will cause a tidal wave of debt for the United States. Because you got to remember, we got to roll over. Think about this. I mean, in another couple of weeks here, we're going to be looking at a deficit of $30 trillion. We got to roll that over. Now, it doesn't all roll over every year. But at this point, I think we're getting close to rolling over like $10 trillion a year. You know, you, you, you start doing, you know, basic math, and you're like, well, how much does that, you know, if, the, if interest rates go up 3%, what does that number look like? How many hundreds of billions of dollars does it add uh, to the deficits? And all of a sudden, the central bank, which is already buying $120 billion a month. How, what are we talking about? And at the same time, here comes China. On Friday, I told you I was going, and I briefly mentioned it on Friday, two other big things happened. So Friday was a big day. The Democrats are going to spend into oblivion. Ever, the handouts left and right, no matter even today they're talking about $3,000, $3,600 you know, for, for kids, uh, $1,400 for every person, right? You just start adding up the numbers. China on Friday, they did two things. Number one, they entered into an agreement with SWIFT. And, and again, and I've said this before, not the trucking company. SWIFT is kind of like the, the precursor, if you will, to blockchain. It's the clearing house for country-to-country transactions. Right? It's very simple. China buys, you know, a cargo load of soybeans from the United States. It goes through SWIFT. 
right? In China, you know, and I don't know what a cargo load of soybeans is, but let's just say it's $10 million. China essentially wires the United States $10 million, right? And that's done through SWIFT. They, they process it. And then they send it to wherever it's supposed to go, right? Well, they entered into an agreement with SWIFT on Friday. And it all had to do with its digital currency. As they took another major step in its quest to move away from the dollar. They said that the cross-border payment system is now getting ready to set up the use of the Chinese renminbi digitally. Listen, this is where we're headed. Either you have your gold and silver before it happens, because after it happens, believe me, it's going to be too late. I'm going to tell you a little more about what they agreed to and then what the other thing China did on Friday. So we find out SWIFT handles, as I said, cross-border trade, entered into a partnership with the Chinese through its Digital Currency Research Institute and Clearing Center, getting ready for China to be the first country to allow for digital payments to be made through, through cross-border trade. In addition to this, now let's start putting all these pieces together because I know we're so focused on COVID and, and everybody's, you know, uh, focused on what happened with the election and, and all of those things and the insurrection and blah, blah, blah. And remember what I told you even then. A Trump victory only delayed it a couple years. That's it. Now that delay is gone. In November, China entered into the largest free trade agreement in the world with 15 other Asian nations that comprise of over one-third of the world's GDP. And, of course, you know, we did that story uh, the other day. I told you, China already, using the right exchange rate, their economy in dollar terms is only $4 trillion smaller than ours. And China's gaining over a trillion dollars a year. So do the math. Best case scenario, we got to 2025. Worst case scenario, China's currency continues to strengthen. And maybe we only got a couple years. If the Chinese renminbi goes from six and a half to six, which it's not that big of a move, China passes the United States in dollar terms in 2023 to be the largest economy in the world. Either way, it's inevitable. 
China will have the large, they already have the largest economy, but when you put it in dollar terms, right, that's the, that's like the last leg. And then Double Line started talking about this swift arrangement over the weekend. And you should see this PDF. It's massive. They got all, you know, all the things you want in it, you know, the, the graphs and the charts, and they they talk about uh, what's been happening with the dollar in that they've been noticing massive declines. Let me, I'll read it to you. The Society for Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunication, SWIFT, the largest global payment settlement network, and it's the largest, it's about the only one, has already experienced drop-off in dollar transactions and that it's picking up pace recently. It's interesting that this has occurred after the implementation of what they call the RCEP, right? That's that trade group I just told you about, right? Because now all of a sudden, those 14 other nations have a need for a lot less dollars. And remember how I told you, how do you go bankrupt? It's gradual at first. And then it suddenly, listen, the dollar's been declining, dollar usage has been declining 1% a year for like the last six or seven years. And now SWIFT is saying, hey, wait a minute, this pace, this pace looks like it's picking up. They said another element to watch in the allocation of global central bank foreign currency reserves to the dollar Non-dollar currencies have been strengthening as the dollar's been selling off. So think about this. The dollar, you're holding a a 10-year note, okay? Um, You're any country in the world. You're holding a 10-year note. It pays 1%. The dollar declines. Last year, the dollar declined 13%. How long do you think these countries are going to take losses like this? And everybody that you look, anybody who's got any credibility out there saying, listen, the dollar's going down again. Right? This is just cycles. And I and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell you that I know we're focused in on the Biden administration and all the debts and all of these things, but there's something much bigger happening outside of our of our little piece of the world. China's seizing the moment. Their money supply isn't growing. They enter into this partnership with SWIFT. 
to start processing digital transactions. Now they've got this trade agreement with 14 other countries that you know you know, you know what's going to happen. They're going to start using this SWIFT partnership to start paying for stuff. Right at the same time where our debts are exploding. couldn't be a worse time. Our debts are exploding. I mean, what's the number going to be? Three, four, five, six trillion just in one year? And the only way that I, I, I don't see another way, we've, we are going to have to have rampant inflation. Nobody wants to hold the dollar. Swift saying, man, dollar usage is way down. How are we going to get people to buy? this debt that we've become so accustomed to. The only answer I can think of is, right, way higher rates. Right? Of course, this is part of the plan, right? We built this bubble. The bubble's going to crash. Everyone's going to get wiped out. That's why you want to have some of those assets in gold and silver. So on the other side of it, you can be the one buying everything on sale. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, and, and another example of this problem, U.S. trade deficit hit $916 billion. I, I, wow. It's the largest ever. Which also means worst ever. Let me explain what that means. $916 billion left the United States. Now, we've been watching this. You know, the last time we ran a trade surplus, 1973. Two years after we closed the gold window, the United States has never run a trade surplus again. Which means, for the pretty much the last 50 years, wealth has been leaving the United States. It was gradual at first. <laughs> right? $5 billion, $10 billion, $50 billion, $100 billion, $200 billion, $300 billion. And all of a sudden now, $916 billion dollars almost a trillion you got to throw that on top of it right this this is what happens when you start going broke you know this right money keeps going out more money goes out than comes in exports of goods fell 13% by the way, that was the worst since the Great Recession. Imports of goods, meanwhile, only fell half of that. 
By the way, the, the biggest part of that was the decline uh, in petroleum, right, oil. And, of course, remember, remember oil prices had collapsed. <laughs> so how much, I mean, I don't know how much worse it could be. Right now, oil prices, I mean, oil is approaching like 60 bucks. I mean, are we going to be the first time ever? Is this year going to be the year we we have a trade deficit of more than a trillion dollars? Have you figured it out yet? Change is coming. And it's going to be very unpleasant. We've created bubbles. The central bank. Listen, this is why I said we need to get rid of the central bank. Because they've committed... They've committed sins and, and, and want to lie about it. They want to cover it up, and we allow them to. And they say, oh, we're doing it for the good. The good of what? The good for your system? Dude, this isn't good for us. Bringing interest rates to zero? Buying up? Blowing up balance sheets, creating bubbles. And look at what they've done to housing. They made housing. Who the hell can afford a house? It's unaffordable. I cannot tell you how many of my friends have given tens of thousands, in a couple of cases, over $100,000 to one of their kids to buy a home. I say it to him. Hey, 20 years from now, you may want that money back. Right? <laughs> Heaven forbid you live too long. But this is why. Listen, when they talk about silver going to 100, 200, 1,000, it has nothing to do with a short squeeze. I mean, that would. That could do it, right? But let's face facts. Gold right now, just to keep up with the the money they've already created, would be $70,000, right? Which would put silver ballpark around $1,075, so don't be, don't mistake it for something that it isn't. The world is rejecting the dollar, and I'm not the one saying it. Swift said it. Matter of fact, Swift said it. it's gotten worse all of a sudden. The IMF in 2014, the United States dollar was held by a 66% of all reserves were held in dollars. In 2021, that number is going to be below 60. It's already at 60. It's going to be below 60. And now China in November enters into a free, quote-unquote, free trade agreement with 15 other countries that comprise over a third of the world's GDP. 
and just coincidentally, 60 days later, enter into a partnership with SWIFT to start accepting the di digital Renembi and cross-border trades, who do you think that's going to be used by? What currency do you think they're going to hold less of? I'll give you three guesses, and the first two don't count. Don't be be smart. Be ready. Be prepared. This is just what it is. Listen, the world's not going to come to an end. I hope not on wood, right? The crash is coming. We know. We've been through crashes. If you prepare for it now, when the crash does happen, you're going to be one of those guys taking advantage of all the cheap pricing that's going to be out there. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, here's what we've got today. Silver. I have some dimes. I have some quarters. I have some halves. I had a very productive weekend with my friend. The halves are at 285, which is where they were. Friday. I'm an, I'm ignoring today's move. Quarters at 270. Dimes at 135. Right? So that would be dimes and quarters. You want a bag uh, of dimes or quarters. That's a thousand dollars face. That's seven hundred and fifteen ounces of silver. It's twenty-seven thousand dollars. Silver is up sixty some cents here, twenty seven fifty. I would not be surprised before the week is out if silver was back. Remember the big short squeeze. Silver got to, to like twenty nine dollars. Don't be surprised if it's there this week. I will. I'll say this: it won't be twenty seven thousand for a bag of. It just won't be. Get ready. Right, I told you, heck, I told you at the end of last year, look for 40 to $50 silver. I told you. Half dollars, I don't have as many. I've got about a bag and a half of has. That's it, and it won't go anymore. Uh, 28500 or 285 a roll on the gold side. I've got AU20s, AU20s, at twenty one ninety five, so that's five dollars less than a circulated twenty. And the answer really is simple: there are no circulated twenties. I can't get in. So you get AU twenties at twenty one ninety five, at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, we're going to have inflation. We're going to have it big. I don't see any other way. I mean, just look at the facts. Trade deficit was almost a trillion dollars, leaving the U.S. China and SWIFT come together right after China signs a trade deal with 15 other nations that comprise a third of the world's GDP. On top of that, I didn't even talk about it. All foreign banks in China have essentially been cut off from issuing loans in dollars or euros or pound or yen. 
They're like, that's it. We're done now. You want to you wanna do business here? Great. You're going to do loans and renembis. End of discussion. I mean, this is kind of like the last, the last leg here. Uh, I think the dollar we're in we're in for a significant dollar weakness. Listen, this stimulus package is one point nine trillion. I don't think anybody actually thought we'd see one point nine trillion. Yet here it is, uh, and when that gets done, right, we're going to see the House pass it. It's got already been through the Senate. And they'll have to vote on any changes the House made, and then they're going to sign it. And I think we're going to see a huge pop. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. We'll be back tomorrow.